Let's go. Dermot and Dave. <laughs> <laughs> After sitting in traffic one day watching people walk past, Paddy Common, head of communications at AA Ireland, wondered, would you be faster walking or running across the city than driving? Well, six willing victims battle Dublin streets in rush hour traffic in various modes of transport to find out. And Paddy joins us. Well, we were going to say in studio, but he's actually stuck in traffic. So There's so much irony involved in this, Paddy, that you can't get into our studio because of traffic. You should have run here. Yeah, no, the, the irony wasn't lost to me that I, it, I, I was three kilometres away and uh, I got, couldn't make it by car. Well, look, that was really what we, we set out to do is just to say, look, Dublin, we know Dublin traffic is, is pretty much a mess all the time, but just how bad is it? So we decided to uh, try various different modes of transport. Um, me, the uh, consummate athlete, walked. Um, <laughs> the Dave Humphreys, friend of the show, was on a, on a very powerful BMW motorbike. Um, my colleague Blake was in a Volkswagen E-Up. Uh, Lauren Tute from the Green Party was on, an, on a bicycle, an electric bicycle. Uh, Felgen Jose, who's from the Dublin Commuter Coalition, took the bus. And my, friend, uh, my uh, colleague Fra- Francisco Gonzalez from Spain um, was the, was the runner? So we uh, we set off. Well, uh, actually, for, yeah. Tell us, sorry, yeah. tell us about the, the the proposed journey because I think, like you know, people who maybe live outside Dublin go, well, sure, what does this apply to me? But I think you can apply this to pretty much any city in Ireland. You had to inverted commas cross the river, and yeah. <laughs> crossing the river <laughs> yeah. is always the most difficult part of getting around any city, whether or wherever it is in the world. So, what what was the route in Dublin so people can maybe try and apply it to wherever they are? Right, so the route, route started off in South William Street, not far from your own offices there in Diggs Lane, so just around the corner, and we set off and headed to the direction of uh, Santry, so Whitehall Church, where there's a park and ride facility there, so so people can leave their car there, get a bus, whatever else, into town if okay. they want. So, and what, what's so the distance? It's about six kilometres? It depends on, it's about six, seven kilometres, actually, it's actually shorter if you walk. And, and closer to seven kilometres if you drive. Okay, so you had foot walking, running, e-biking, um, yeah. motorbiking, driving, and the bus. Okay, so there are your the six options. Before you went into it, were you expecting, you know, any particular results? Um, we we obviously thought the motorbike would be pretty good, mm. and you know, D- Dave was on a pretty nice motorbike. Um, it, you know, it, it was the most powerful one. Um, it can weave in and out of traffic. Uh, we thought the bus would be would be a, would be decent. Didn't expect the runner to be so good, um, but and you know, obviously, me being a walker, I, I presumed I would be last. But on, on in fairness, on another day, uh, weirdly, it mightn't be that that it might be closer indeed. Okay, okay, well, let's let's look at the top six then, and we'll start at number six, and we'll work our way to the fastest. So, uh, at number six. Well, I guess the phrase is that we've all used, should I be quicker walking? Um, it seems it's not the case. Well, well, I was 55 minutes. Now, um, you know, I'm not a small fella. I walked at a reasonably normal pace um, and that was that was okay. Nice sunny day. That was fine. Um, you know, not good for the head. Mm. Burned a few calories. So all good. Then, then after that, was the car so right. Blake was driving driving the Volkswagen E up lovely little electric car but despite that and, and this is the thing is that it was the day after Bank Holiday so it was the previous Bank Holiday not the one just gone mm. uh, and there was no traffic it was like it was absolutely empty but it took him 
20 minutes to catch me walking to right, meet up so, with me. He only, he only met up with me uh, in Dorset Street. So, and he only, so you, you were well over the river by the time the car managed to catch up with the person who was walking. That is interesting. So he took 45 minutes so in the he car. Only, only beat you by 10 minutes and you were on foot. I mean, that's that's pretty yeah, dismal. Yeah, on another day, I got, that journey has taken us an hour and five, an hour and ten minutes right, by so car. It could, yeah, so. so depending on the traffic, it could obviously, yeah, you don't know what you're going to get really. And then the bus came in fourth, which is interesting. What was that time? Yeah, so 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 the bus was was a little bit a little bit shorter um, in time, about thirty six minutes, I think it was. And then that was as a result of stopping, starting, lots of. Uh, taxis in the way some some people driving in the bus lane where, where they shouldn't have been doing that as well so that was they that was a reasonably disappointing result as well um, but it was quite cheap I suppose as well yeah that was the, the cost of that is obviously pretty decent on a leap card or whatever then the runner came in with a very respectable 29 minutes yeah, now Francisco is a good athlete, and this isn't like sort of running around a, a, a racetrack. I think on a normal, if on a normal five k route with a closed road, he'd be way quicker. But he does have to obey by the rules. You know, stop at, stop at, at lights, and all lights. That. Yeah, yeah, try yeah. not to get killed. <laughs> all the standard things. We like him, so we, we kind of wanted him to come back to work. But still, day. interesting though that he ran faster than the bus. He did run faster with the bus, and it was interesting because Felgen, who was on the bus, he didn't see him, but he had noted another runner go go with him the whole way across. So he was twenty nine minutes. Um, so 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 that was that was pretty decent. And and by the end of it as well, he's 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 about fifty kilos, so he, he looked like he could just do it again straight away. <laughs> okay. And then the e bike came in very respectable twenty minutes to make that nearly seven k journey. Yeah, it was it was literally um, about a minute, uh, twenty. I think it was twenty minutes and thirty seconds, just a minute um, ahead of Dave, uh, in number one. In, um, but the e-bike, yeah, really efficient. Used barely any electricity, barely any cost. And Lauren got off the bike as well because it is assisted. She got off the bike looking totally refreshed. You know, sometimes you might get on a bike and you look like a mess after it. So she, you know, she 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 looked like she did when she started off, totally refreshed, getting getting off the bike. And so at number one, the quickest way to travel was yes, motorbike. Yeah, Dave Humphreys, obviously, who's a, who's a great contributor to your show. Um, was on the motorbike and he was like the most exemplary behaved motorcyclist ever. <laughs> you know, he was, he was, we all had GoPros on us as well. So he, he, um, he didn't go in the bus lane, even though that's a bit of a gray area. He, you know, he mm-hmm. did, uh, stopped at everything and, and be- behaved very well, but he wasn't that much, um, quicker than, uh, the, the e bike, even yeah. though he, he had a, he had 165 horsepower. 25,000 euro bike I think it was <laughs> right, right. It was a big BMW bike but I suppose Paddy for those of us listening you know who maybe that isn't our route you know we're not going from the middle of Dublin 2 over to Whitehall how can we kind of translate this across you know wherever we are living because I think it's, it's an important exercise for people to kind of get their heads around and realise that you know there are, there are lots of different ways to commute yeah, look, I, I, I think it sticks in people's throat when people, you know, the government says, oh, we need to get out of our cars and try other methods. And, you know, if you live in the middle of nowhere and you're going to get a train, it doesn't make any sense. But we can make some of the smaller journeys, you know, if, by bike, perhaps walk a little bit more. Um, I know for people in rural areas that can be tricky, but it's just about making smaller, smaller steps because uh, often, even for your mental health, sitting in traffic, uh, you know, 
being frustrated isn't good for you. Now, obviously, if, if, if you listen to Dermot and Dave, it's good for your head. But, <laughs> but sometimes listening in the evening, it can be just moaning and groaning. So oh, maybe the it's traffic is really bad. I had to wait. It was nearly an hour and a half to get home to the screaming kids and the homework. I don't know how I <laughs> yeah, got exactly. stuck there. <laughs> yeah, stuck on my driveway, yeah, would you believe, yeah, for 25 minutes. I was listening, it was really enjoyable, yeah. <laughs> well, it's interesting as well in terms, Paddy, of the e-bike because there's a little bit of pushback I've noticed um, just emerging now on the the drive to create cycle lanes and some people feel that it's you know cycle lanes and and everybody else be damned and you know I, if we've got to cut down some trees are we we basically pay you know little or no attention to how it's going to look after we've put in the cycle lane and all those horrible plastic bollards some people are like well you know what i'll never cycle in my life so why do i have to put up with all these things but i guess what this shows us is that you know the e-bike in particular you know, is a very quick way of traveling and that maybe that would encourage people who may think that a cycle lane is not for them, maybe to think, okay, maybe it is an amenity that I can actually use. For sure, Dermot. And look, one of the things as well, we're in a weird half and half situation at the moment, especially in Dublin and, you know, in other cities as well, where, you you know, you're you're looking at a a situation where, you know, there's not enough space for the cars, um, driving is pretty horrible and then there's not enough space for the bikes and the buses i think we either need to decide right what are we going to do are we going to take cars out of the city center and give people loads and loads of other solutions for city centers this halfway situation just really isn't working for anyone i think yeah and as a shout out to as a car driver and a car lover i'm just going to say you know you did this in the may bank holiday you walked paddy as someone points out without a laptop uh, in a backpack on your back making you really sweaty when you got there <laughs> wherever you were and also you know irish weather uh, it's not always sunny in may it's like december sideways rain 40 mile an hour winds in your face get on your e-bike there lads and uh, oh, yeah, see on the other side of my comfy car what with my roof on the electric, cycle electric seats and everything heated seats and all we will definitely do this again, and I, I, I think it would, it would, you know, you're doing it in uh, Tuesday in November when it's, it's blowing a gale would be very, very different. But look, again, it, it's a case of, do you, you know, in the car would be way, way longer in that situation, but yeah, much more toasty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, it's definitely an exercise that's very interesting. There's a great video of this, by the way, that Paddy and the team have done. If you want to actually watch how it unfolded and, and how it all gone. We, you know the results now, but it'd be very interesting just to watch it and kind of see, you know, what the difficulties everyone faced, the, the individual people traveling in different ways. Uh, Paddy, where can people go and see that video? Just go over to our YouTube channel, AA Ireland on YouTube. You'll find it there. And, and yeah, it's, it's, it's reasonably entertaining. And I, I think we did a good job of showing the, uh, showing how it works and, and uh, if you want to just look at me just looking disheveled and sweaty at the end of it uh, <laughs> then try that well funny we'd made you run and actually make it into the studio when the traffic was preventing you we could have seen it ourselves Paddy Cummins Head of Communications at AR and thanks so many for joining us today Bye-bye. Cheers, Paddy. All the best. Bye-bye. What do you think? 87 102 I mean it's interesting just some of the stats that like more people are commuting to work in their car now than before the pandemic so oh. even with all these cycle lanes more people now they may be commuting less days a week, but they're choosing the car. So maybe there's a bit of, look, if I'm going to be stuck in traffic, I can do that two days a week. Mm. I wouldn't have done it for five, but actually I quite enjoy the old car, enjoy yeah. the experience. So there's interesting dynamics at play. Let's go! Dermot and Dave. <laughs>